my ex-girlfriend, her grandma was like a big gambler mm. and uh, she was like a platinum member with Harrah's and uh, they would like, they had a bus that was like specifically located mm-hmm. near her house <laughs> that would take people up there. Mm. And if she wanted to go up to Reno to play and there wasn't a bus scheduled, they would send a car. Wow. They would send if, and if they couldn't get a town car, they would like for, for sure get a limo they were like Business. whatever it took to get her to reno and and she yeah. would just play yeah she would just play kino which i just, i don't know it, it sounds like some like a, a nursery rhyme or something playing <laughs> kino in a reno casino like it's so so stupid sounding but and then like we you know go grab her old grandma to go play like to go get dinner we're like come on you have to eat today you know because she's just fucking a degenerate. Oh, no, I'm playing Kino in the <laughs> Reno Casino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 24 there you are, John 92 Austin. hours ago. I was afraid. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists <clears throat> to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show, a mixed message factory that only manufactures red flags. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist scallops things other than potatoes. Ask him how. He's a producer of sports ball. It's Drew Absher. <laughs> and our second panelist got caught stealing America's hearts. She's a hilarious comedian and Stab Show favorite. It's Jacqueline Wyan. And I'm no, and I'm your host, still a criminal. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, living on a prayer and credit cards. Uh, welcome to Stab, the silver lining of every dark cloud. Uh, and guess what, Midtown Sacramento, you get extra bonus opportunities to listen to Stab via Cuts LPFM 103.1 Saturday nights at 11 p.m. Or, if you're lucky enough to not live in Sacramento, you can also catch a show on KUTZFM.org. Now, let's meet tonight's panel. Drew, hi there. Hey, Jesse. How's it going? Not bad. I didn't write anything down for this part. No, I feel like I'm free falling. (laughs) That's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, it's been a while uh, that you've been here. Um, The host didn't used to prepare intro material last time you were here i don't think so. <laughs> yeah i don't think so i think that that was really free falling we were really uh it, and and speaking of that it's been a good little while since you've been around yeah it's good thanks for having me back i you know this show's always interesting because at one point in every single prompt you're like why am i writing this and then <laughs> then you find another groove and it kind of finishes itself off mm-hmm. i love i love doing the show it's so fun oh well that's good to hear I'll try and get you back around more often. Uh, what have you been up to, sir? Uh, general comedian, or do you got some stuff in general? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm sure the people that are watching now were watching earlier. Yeah, comedy, <laughs> comedy just you know just kicks you in the balls every single day. I was like walking in here ready to talk shit about just like just the everything, and then you were like, "We're on," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Probably <laughs> go over my notes again. Then. <laughs> um, yeah, man. You know, things are things are all right. Things mm-hmm. are moving. At the pace that they move. Yes. Yeah. You actually, did I mention it? I think I did. Uh, you have a sports ball coming back up. Sports ball is returning. Yeah. Not, not here. Not Guys, here. Guys, settle down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to try to keep doing them. Uh, it's just tough with people getting commitment. It's yeah. It's weird how many people like 
like sports but really like them in uh, a very focused way. Like, you know, like if they played sports, this is not interesting conversation, I know. But it's like if people played sports growing up, they typically don't follow it the same way that people who have like a general interest in it do. Hmm. And then even those people have like, you know, it's like, like you guys are talking about going to a hockey game before this. Like, I don't ask any hockey questions because I don't watch hockey. You know what I mean? So, like, everyone's sports taste vary so hard that it's hard to find people who get the concept of the game. So Yeah, the uh, issue in the past was the pool of panelists for sports ball being yeah. very shallow. Yeah, I'm still very worried about this upcoming <laughs> one. I'm like, I, I'm promoting it casually. I'm like, <laughs> this might become a stand-up showcase. <laughs> well, um, that's all right. We, yeah. I, I still like the idea. Still think yeah. it's a it's a if there were more reliable folk that's it uh, a deeper pool I still I've told you yeah it's got uh, got sports talk radio uh, written all over it I've tried show. to pitch it <laughs> if anyone knows Carmichael Dave let him know <laughs> check his inbox uh, anyway. there was a time in high school that I listened to too much <laughs> too much eleven uh, forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it, man. Just listening to Grant Napier growing up, just like realizing how funny it is to just get mad about nothing. That's what made me love sports. Is like the fact this guy can fill three and a half hours of time all day screaming about the Sacramento Kings, who have like sucked for you know their almost entire existence. Well, it's just it's a lot to scream about. Uh, endlessly funny about yeah. it. Yeah, it was never the locals. It was always. It was always Pharrell and Rome for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My dad was a big Rome guy. I used to hate Rome because of the dead air. It used to drive me nuts. <laughs> Jim Rome, <laughs> coming at you live. We're talking here. Things are going to get cooking. We're going to talk who's frauds. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. Sure. It pissed me off. Everyone's got their own style. Well, uh, glad to have you back. Looking forward to this. Thanks for being a uh, handwritten on a pad of paper. Gosh, yeah, switching bless things you. up in the new bless year. You. Yeah. Trying something new. I can't agree with the blue ink, but that's a me problem. Right. That's okay. not... <laughs> I'm a novice. I don't have a preference yet. <laughs> but thank you, Drew. Good to see you. Uh, hey, Jacqueline. Hey. Hi there. Hello. You were just... Uh, you, you snuck in a guest appearance last week. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right. It's always... I like, thought it would be a fun like uh, surprise for you, but then I didn't realize it would be a logistics nightmare. <laughs> It was fine. It's always it's always a pleasure to have you guys. Uh, mixed matched, uh, one or the other, both. I don't know. Um, uh, was this how how much of uh, a you appearance or a Corey appearance now is a team effort, or do you still keep them separate? Or we, I think we write almost every step together or like i'll i'll do it and then i'll i'll get tired of writing something i'm like ah, here. And i'll just hand him a laptop sure and gets to say like no i don't want to say that okay all right so the actual person on the show gets uh, the head writer credit yes exactly and <laughs> so it's collaborative Well, I like it. I, I like hearing it because you can hear each other sometimes. <laughs> it definitely bleeds together. Um, uh, anything interesting going on comedy-wise or just in general? Mm, I already talked about the twain. <laughs> on the twain. <laughs> the biggest thing going on in my life right now. Yeah. Well, how often do we get to ride the twain? Never. It's, no. Uh, very... We went to but not mm. all the way there. Only to like, <laughs> it was mostly. 
No, not even. Yeah, it was a very long bus ride. (laughs) (laughs) Two trains not going to Humboldt or what? (laughs) That's all right. That's odd. We thought, what if we took a train and we went through Amtrak and it's like, yeah, Amtrak bus picked us up at one station and took us the rest of the way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was a very brief train ride. It was a six-hour bus ride. And the guy next to us took his shoes off. Oh, that's nice. And we're right by that's... the shitter. <laughs> shoes off and shitter? Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that's an Amtrak standing ovation. Yeah. Uh, that's it what you did it again. For, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you all Amtrak. Yeah. All right. Well, glad to have you. Yeah, that's a, that worked. That was a good amount of... Yeah, I think we can move on. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the program. I'm not scrolled all the way back up. There it is. Nope, nope. One page short. Here we are. <laughs> Segment one, it's reorganization. We made it through another holiday season. Thank fucking God. I'm going to tell you, that these uh, last few months for me have been a heck of a thing. I could get more into it. But let's just say I'm in need of some major reorganization. Some sort of order in my chaos. I need to be able to call a bunch of specialists to talk me down and bring me under control. Which is partly why tonight's acronym is MCC or Mission Control Center. Also, just because that came up in my refreshing of the acronym list. And then I thought, yeah, that works. Uh, Sometimes you just need to be able to call Houston and get a bunch of guys going through manuals to stop your out-of-control spin. But maybe you don't need this MCC in your life. So instead, how about you give me who or what else MCC might stand for or represent to you? Drew Absher, what's your MCC? Jesse, <laughs> whomst among us hasn't had a rough few months? Oh, well, right. It's been, dare I say, hellish mm. out there. I myself barely made it out alive. And I only did because of MCC. I owe every bit of myself moving forward to Maryland Crab Cakes. I was lost, wandering aimlessly in search of meaning, and it came in the form of a small hockey puck with a golden brown hue and the aroma of fresh, wet cat food. I started my road to buttery recovery in Lithicum Heights at the world-famous G and... M Restaurant and Lounge, Maryland's top crab cake palace. That's true. And something I looked up for this dumb bit. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jesse. Yeah, yes. You know where they don't have crab cakes? Uh, most places. Kuwait. Oh, sure. <laughs> and I'll never go back there. Now I live in Bel Air, Maryland. I root for the Baltimore Ravens and not think about what I had to do in that war. Thanks, Maryland Crab Cakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that explains the 100-mile stare. We get yes. it now. All right. I'm sorry, uh, but but thank you for your service. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I'll never ask you what you saw. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Drew. Um, thank you, and I'm sorry, obviously. Uh, uh Open her gosh darn water. Would you just thank you? (laughs) All right. uh, Sufficiently quenched. Uh, Jacqueline, (laughs) how about an MCC from you? 
out of the way, WWJD. I got a brand new rubber bracelet you suckers are going to love. Ever feel like the world is trying to put you in a box telling you you can only be one thing? Well, I'm here to tell you that you could be three things. No more, no less. Someone tried to tell me I'm just some guy who works at a frozen yogurt store. Ha! More like I'm a guy who works at a frozen yogurt store who also sells rubber bracelets and raises cockatoos. But I didn't need to tell him that. I just looked down at my MCC bracelet that reminded me of how uh, my pet birds don't just poop out of their little buttholes. They also pee and fuck. (laughs) That's three things. And I'm three things. I'm MCC. My cockatoo's cloaca. (laughs) And so are you. (laughs) Nice. Nice to... Why why have more than one hole? Why? That's just redundant. It's inefficiency. Yeah. <laughs> We're not done evolving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those birds got to be dinosaurs and then now they've figured it all out. Yes. One hole. Um surprised they don't eat with it. <laughs> <laughs> Waste. Wasted opportunity. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> birds should be eating out of their cloacas. Hot take. Um, out, into not out of. They should be eating out of. They should be eating, eating into. Into or I don't know. It's all unraveling. Let so us know in the comments, <laughs> grammatically speaking. Yeah. If Go ahead, guys. birds should be eating with their shitter or out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check my grammar comments. <laughs> I dare you. Uh, segment two. It's bootlegged. Don't reinvent the wheel. The wheel's already a thing, baby. It does the job good. More good than whatever original idea you might have to supplant it. So instead, make it thicker, add seven or eight cameras, and call it Wheel Plus, and get to cashing those checks. In Bootleg It, you're tasked with taking these world-renowned successful properties and giving us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. It's our classic segment two. You do three things. We we go around. It's You, you get it. Uh, so... Written live during this pre-show. <laughs> Drew, let's take a first spin around bootlegging. And let's hear your bootleg Looney Tunes. Yeah, uh, mine is called, a, this is a, a, a DVD I'm selling. It's called Toonie Loons. Mm-hmm. And it's my musical adaptation of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree cute, with right? it. It is. That's a fun mental as health long joke. As, <laughs> as long as it's also done by like uh, elementary school kids. Like yeah, a, right, it's a bootleg yes. recording. It's my nephew and his friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't get too deep into it. <laughs> or they do. And it's just... <laughs> it's a lot to take in. These kids are really getting into them. One yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. But it's a catchy toe tapper. <laughs> right. But the music. Yeah. It's really... Sh- the show tunes really sparkle. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. See... See, that's how it, that's how a last minute prompt is done. <laughs> Jacqueline, bootleg Looney Tunes, what have you? Drew, do you remember how <laughs> before the show I said, please don't go with your first thought because you will oh, have written no. Like- <laughs> I was like, wow, this was not my first thought is to monologue to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm such a piece first of shit. No. Two takes on it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I was at an estate sale digging through some boxes when I found a VHS of a show I used to watch all the time when I was little, and when I talk about it, everyone thinks I'm making it up. Anyone ever hear of Toonie Loons? 
This guy has. Oh, no. <laughs> this guy. He gets it. You know, Toonie Loons, starring Rugs Rabbit with his famous catchphrase, eh, is it terminal, Doc? <laughs> then there's Doofus Goose, who has a funny speech impediment. Oh. He's always getting into trouble with his friend Hammy Hog, who has a different funny speech impediment. <laughs> And who could forget that giant rooster's smoghorn armhorn, who not only has a deep southern accent, but also has a funny speech impediment. <laughs> I can't wait to pop this into my VCR that is built into my heavy television. Completely different, Toonie Loons. <laughs> Completely <laughs> different. I have But then yeah. I was like, no, I'm keeping Toonie Loons, and then I'll say, this guy knows what I'm talking about. Oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good writing. <laughs> well, I'm glad like you choose kept... your own adventure. <laughs> you guys are playing like Yu-Gi-Oh! with comedy. <laughs> I'm glad you kept it, if just for Doofus Goose. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. That was collaborative. I am you worried... said Doofus Duck, and I said Doofus Goose. No. My well, next one is like a very first thought write it down all right let's see so. how how, how <laughs> we might everything we might go three for three <laughs> all right well now i need if only milk was in the stream right now i would have them draw a doofus goose for me uh <laughs> second time around oh there's so many different ways to go with this one like different numbers different relationships couldn't possibly match drew uh let's hear your uh, bootleg 90 day fiance yeah jesse uh it's actually it's a book I've been selling mm -hmm. after shows. I, you know, it's tough to come up with merch as a comedian. <laughs> sure. You know, it's really hard. So I've been selling this little book I made. It's called a uh, 90 day Beyonce. <laughs> and it's just pictures of Beyonce when she was three months old. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I heard 90 day Beyonce, I thought it was just like a three month desk calendar. Oh yeah. That'd be nice too. <laughs> just... That would be less creepy. Yeah. Than what I wrote who, down. <laughs> everyone who buys that should be put on a list. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> they keep your credit card information and they run it through the system. Uh, Jacqueline, let's hear your 90-day Beyonce or whatever else you came up with for 90-day Beyonce. Two-day gangbang. <laughs> I'll be honest. This one's just porn. We meet six couples and then five of the women leave. And you know the rest. <laughs> Coming this year on STLC, which stands for Sexy TLC. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's... I'll give you $6 a month. Just make... <laughs> Don't have enough subscription services. Sexy TLC? Sure. Sure. How do they uh, whittle, whittle down the, the, other, the other five ladies to... To leave you with one sticky gal, I don't, I don't know. The other ones found out what the show was. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not entirely certain that there isn't already like a Playboy Channel series that is this, <laughs> this show. You should pitch it. They got That'd be funny to like write a ton of spec scripts for the Playboy Channel. Yeah, like just pound out a bunch of those. <laughs> and then write. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ali. Uh, this guy home. on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's we should have you right on now. the show sometime. 
Uh, and finally, coming back around for our last pass, uh, I still haven't seen any of these, so no matter what you say, it's going to be original to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear your bootleg, uh, Drew, your bootleg, John Wick. Yeah, Jesse, that's actually funny you said that, because I've actually been selling a, a movie script after mm. my shows, too. Just trying to get it out there, you know? <laughs> get that merch. That yeah, awesome. it's just, you know, the more eyes on it, the better. <laughs> it's called Jay-Z Wick. <laughs> It's a movie I wrote uh, and have been distributing where Jay-Z tries to hunt me down for selling my book, 90 Day Beyonce. <laughs> He's not happy about it. It is weird yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 How did... I mean, how many pictures? It's a long it's book. Months? It's not even like a coffee table book. It's like, no. you know... Like it needs piece. Right, yeah. It needs to be in like a like a National Archive library type. It, need, it has like a leather-bound spine and sure. everything. It's too many. Yeah. Well, I think I I think the uh, the bigger problem is whoever took that many pictures of a three month old Beyonce. It's the person who sold them all to me. Yeah. That's the person who's really in hot water here. <laughs> really, that's who Jay Z should be hunting down. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like you killed his dog. Yes. That's all I know about John Wick. Beyonce's uncle's <laughs> landlord. <laughs> oh, like each each word made it creepier. <laughs> yeah. I was seeing how creepy I could go there. <laughs> well, thank you, <laughs> thank you for. Making it as creepy as you could. Um, it's my pleasure, <laughs> Jacqueline. Hey, um, <laughs> what about uh, a bootleg John Wick? What do you have? Want to see the sick action figure I got for Christmas? Do I? Check it out. Juan sick. <laughs> he doesn't feel very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't have a whole lot of points of articulation. You don't want to move him too much. It gets queasy. So <laughs> oh, Juan. Oh, you poor thing. Uh, all right. That's segment two. Those are our bootlegs, guys. How about we power on through? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I get to keep that one. I'll reuse that one later. Um, or the next time... Dylan's on. I'll give them all these again. I don't know. Who knows? But recycling, guys. What matters is, it's segment three. It's recipes. I am the sum of all that has come before me. Every triumph and tragedy and grilled cheese sandwich and sleepless night dreaming of my next grilled cheese sandwich. I and you, we are all made up of our experiences that have brought us to this very day. As the whom we am. I don't know. I remember writing that sentence, but I don't remember. Uh, and while we all know that sugar and spice and everything nice are what little girls are made of, and that snips and snails and pulley dog, like, what the hell did I, <laughs> puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of, made og. This is the worst typo uh, description that I've had uh, since last show. Um, <laughs> snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of. In recipes, you are asked to... <laughs> Uh, God damn it. I, I'm sure I wrote actual sentences when I sent this to you guys. You're asked to, <laughs> you're asked to tell us what uh, has gone into the making of these other various stuffs and things. Hopefully you got it, uh, since uh, 30% of the information was not included. Drew! I've been, I've been sitting on this one for a while. I don't know why I thought you were the one that would okay, uh, give uh, it to uh, me, but I'm looking forward <clears throat> to this. Um, let's hear your recipe for an All adult right. friendship. That's a lot of pressure to put on me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's okay, Jesse. Uh, 
the ingredients to an adult friendship are actually pretty simple. Mm. You know, uh, I think that we can all agree it's like a four-step process. It's communication, sure. right? Like the other day, uh, my buddy at work looked sad. So I said, hey, Manny, everything okay? And he said, uh, same old, same old. Mm. Uh, so, you know, just being open and honest about how you feel is vital. That's really it. Sure. You know, those kinds of conversations, men being open with each other. That's what it takes. Uh, and then having at least one thing in common is really important. Because if you have one thing in common, you can kind of just disregard everything else about a person, you know? Like, uh, I have a buddy that I just play basketball with. Like, mm -hmm. we just play basketball together. And he's like a Trump-supporting bigot who, like, listens to Alex Jones and mm -hmm. drives, like, a giant pickup truck. But we just play basketball together, you know? And we just happen to have the other stuff in common, too. Uh, but, you know... Oh, he's actually here tonight, Josh. <laughs> I thought I thought you were at your anniversary dinner. Get it? It's January sixth. Um, uh, got it. <laughs> uh, it's important to have a sense of humor yes. as well. Uh, like I, my friend Eric and I, uh, a while ago, we all saw The Big Lebowski. Mm -hmm. So you know, we've been writing that for like a decade now. <laughs> sure. uh, and then the other one is low expectations. Mm. You know, I haven't been wished happy birthday in a decade and a half, but <laughs> things are going pretty well for me. So, yeah, four step process. That's it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. It seems easier when you break it down like that. Yeah, uh. I mean, it really is. You just have to be completely content with being ignored for months at a time, and then like you know, having the time of your life one day. <laughs> That's what All adult right. friendships are. I guess I'm just missing the second part. <laughs> <laughs> thank you drew um yeah <laughs> having something in common ignoring everything else yeah no i rings a bell yeah uh, <laughs> that's friendships <laughs> hey Jacqueline. Oh, hello hi there hey. um just to show uh no no um uh, you know uh, every every prompt is open to every everyone. Oh, this is what this was about equality. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, and it, I just thought it'd be interesting. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline, let's hear your recipe for the perfect man cave. My name is Phil. I'm a regular guy, and here are the ingredients <laughs> to the perfect man cave. Mm -hmm. Start with one empty room, such as a basement or your daughter's old bedroom. <laughs> Add a big screen TV, one mini fridge, and a bar with cool Coors Light on tap. Next, you got to cover the walls with your unique personality. Cut cardboard cutouts of jack dudes and other sports memorabilia your wife won't let you display in the living room, even though they match. <laughs> what follows is a list of further ingredients that can be added in any order you decide. Pinball, air hockey table, foosball table, ping pong table, pool table, blackjack table, regular tables. <laughs> Free weights, live-in podiatrist, basketball hoop, Curio cabinet of precious moment figurines. Dartboard. Diet Dr. Thunder. Dips, dips, dips. I'm talking bean dip, spinach dip, onion dip. Yeah, three dips. That's a good number of dips. A box of dirty magazines that appeal to many demographics because this is a space to share with others. Don't be rude. Remember, the most important ingredient of all is friendship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just take that that adult friendship that you got and you build yourselves a man cave. That's at least, simple. <laughs> at least one thing that you agree with. Yeah, we channeled the same energy for those prompts. Yeah. It was yeah. the same guy talking. <laughs> three dips, no more, no less. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just three. 
<laughs> a cloaca of dips, as it were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Drew Jacqueline. That's segment three. It's a segment four already. Oh, I want you guys want to go like write some stuff for. Like, Are we moving quickly here? Well, because there's only two instead of three. So yeah, it's a little faster I mean, than normal. It's not necessarily. Otherwise, you guys are going at an excellent pace. Yeah. I'm what just... time is it? Oh, it's 30 right yeah, now. Yeah, we're doing great. You want me to talk? I could do a Jim Roman impression <laughs> for a little bit longer. That's all right. Okay. Uh, I just thought I'd four. offer. <laughs> I appreciate the offer. It's the one thing that we uh, that we share now, so I think yeah. we're adult friends. Yeah, Jim Rome. <laughs> Jesse, let's go grab a beer soon. <laughs> oh, that made me feel so good. <laughs> Segment four. It's pseudopharmacles. <clears throat> Who can you turn to when you're in pain, or you need an escape from reality, or one of your vital organs isn't working quite the way you'd like it to? Drugs. Drugs, be they licit or illicit, are the backbone of the day-to-day existence of so many of us. And so that's why in Pseudopharmacles, you're asked to give us the descriptions of these three or two uh, (laughs) new mind and body-altering pills, sprays, salves, or smokes hitting the shelves and the streets. Introduce us to our next crutch. Drew. Uh, <laughs> we just go right into it with yours. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one eased us into it a little bit more. But no, no, Drew. What was the one before me? Uh, uh, Dylan's was going to be uh, gooey knacknabbers, which I don't <laughs> yeah. know what that was going to be. But, <laughs> but uh, instead, we're just going smack dab. We're running straight into Drew. <laughs> Let's hear a description of Zach Drops. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Zach Drops are the latest and greatest from Purdue Pharma. That's right. The guys who brought you Oxycontin. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to learn to surf, but weren't sure if your knees could handle it? How about run one last marathon or wear a backwards hat with no second thought? Well, now you can with Zach Drops, the slow release lozenge that gives you the mind, body, spirit, confidence, and attitude of a 17-year-old white kid from a beach town. <laughs> Researchers believe the drug can replace caffeine, nutrition supplements, and Viagra. The lozenges come in two flavors, Zach and Zach with an H. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that was it. Oh, okay, you just, you just stared back down at the page. Yeah, I wish so. you would have told us to write more like two hours ago. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can do as much as you want. That's the beauty of it. Uh, I was wondering... If they would come in uh, in H as well. Yeah, they definitely were. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, those, those need a variety. Yeah. Uh, I initially typed it, Zach, with an H, but thought, no. Yes. No, the K is going to get us Thank where we want to go Thank you for letting me first. be an artist, Jesse, for yeah. letting me expand on yeah. it. Because H isn't necessarily the 17-year-old uh, born in the in the beachside town. No. The K is. Yes, Zach, so. Zach with the K definitely is. But the H catches you because... That's like the you know that's like the beach town kid who like has parents that like go to church on Easter you know they're going Zachariah <laughs> they're just like you know they're just like phoning it in religiously and Zach that the kids that are with a K are those are you know those are kids that bully everyone yeah 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 they've there's a difference I'm yeah. glad I'm glad you knew the nuance oh sure um, everyone with a K can kickflip yes exactly <laughs> that's what it stands for yeah. CK can kickflip. That's what it's there for. <laughs> there you go. See? You didn't need to write anymore. <laughs> right. The riffing, Drew. This is right. what I'm here for. Exactly. There we go. You throw them at me, I throw them at you. This is perfect back and forth. <laughs> um, okay. Jacqueline, you actually <laughs> tried to look up the root words 
Uh, and I'm sorry. There's lots of references I don't get. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, as with uh, any time I do one of the the more uh, technical uh, commercial brand uh, drugs, I gotta gotta run up to this one. <clears throat> yeah, uh, <laughs> Jacqueline, let's hear uh, the new drug hit in the street. Your description of Vryflexnov. Anybody in the market for some pills? <laughs> I don't know what kind. They're pills. What do you want from me? I found them on the floor. What can I say? I'm an entrepreneur. So uh, let's see what we got. Vryflexnov. So I don't know what it is, which kind of means it could be anything if you think about it. Maybe it's for diabetes. Maybe it's a blood thinner. Anyone here got some thick-ass blood going once? Hey, maybe it's just some vitamins or antidepressants. Or maybe it's a little hat. <laughs> I will not go lower than $40 for these mystery supplements. Hey, I'm Ted Vyflexnov, <laughs> and I think you have my boner pills. Oh, these are no longer for sale. <laughs> Good. Those are... Yeah. Every time, it's... It's a two-person operation now. It's, you just I didn't know we could bring tag <laughs> yeah. team partners. Yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, I had to read a whole half a script. The people just employ me into, <laughs> into shit. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know I could make you do the work, Jesse. <laughs> yes. Well, well you still had you to write some... it. Right, I'll <laughs> just I'll write a bunch of awful stuff and make you say it, though. That's no problem. I mean, I gave it all in that cold read, too. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That that earlier bit where I, where I stole Valor as part of the bit, <clears throat> that would have been way worse yeah. if you had to say stuff. Could have thrown that at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not above stealing Valor. <laughs> I don't know. I read whatever's put in front Comedically. of me. Comedically. Yes. yes. It's funny I to do it ironically. Steal comedy Valor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that gets us to segment five already. I know, guys. I know. But it's for the better because we've got a long night. So you'll get to settle in, get your snacks, get your drinks, and we won't have to rush into the 8 o'clock show, which is Camp Wanderlust, special salad show. There he is. Look at him. Holler. Yeah. <laughs> it's segment five. It's Department of Tourism, guys. Sometimes we all just need to get away from it all. And sometimes, in doing so, you end up stranded on the other side of the continent, living off of vending machine leavens and forming loosely associated terminal gangs for survival, kinship, and a feeling of belonging. What I'm saying is just drive where you're going next time. Or take the twain. Uh, <laughs> and what better next times could you have than these two destinations before you? In Department of Tourism, these newly appointed tourism directors of these places are going to do their darndest, I don't know, to convince us why their place is the one we should want to visit for a couple days or even put down whole new ass roots in. Drew Absher. Oh, <coughs> this is... <coughs> Yeah, you'd need to clear your throat twice clear for, this throat for this one. Uh, <laughs> let's hear uh, your pitch for why we should want to come to Areolaopolis. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mayor Doug Spindley here. <laughs> oh, Doug. With a cry for help, my city, our city, is in financial hardships. The kids won't stop stealing our damn welcome sign. <laughs> Sure, I understand why it's funny that our town name is Areolopolis. It's cute or whatever. It's funny to hang up in your room. And I understand why partnered with our city slogan, the titty capital of Arkansas, 
It just gets funnier. I get it. I had fun when I was your age, too. But it costs goddamn $8,000 to make a new one each time, and they just get stolen immediately. Last time you goddamn kids robbed the delivery driver before he could drop the damn thing off. Now stop, or I'm going to change the town name back to discharge you and make it not fun anymore. I don't know. Still steal that sign. Because <laughs> <laughs> so many things coming out of my one hole. Uh, <laughs> Add another. Thank you, Drew. Hey, uh, if people wanted to get more Drew Rabsher in their lives, uh, how would they go about that? Oh, you'd go on to Instagram and follow me on at Drew Rabsher is dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. I don't really. I've been off social media pretty heavy. It's you. been nice. Yeah. yeah. It's where it's where I'm able to write gems like discharge. <laughs> you know, you can't get that kind of production if you're filling your brain with nonsense yeah. all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're anyway. on too many platforms. No. Spreading yourself too thin. Exactly. <laughs> Drew Epshire is dumb on Instagram. Well, check that out. Great to have you back, Drew. Thank you. Uh hey Jacqueline. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. I realize either the missed opportunity or I subconsciously uh did not give you Areolopolis because it just would have been too easy with a, a recurring character. All right. But <laughs> <laughs> too easy. Yeah, too easy. Too easy. <laughs> so, um, before we get to what you actually did, how can people get more uh, Jacqueline you Wyand? Can't. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, follow me places yeah. uh, at Jacqueline Wyand. Okay. All the places? Mm, sure. You're still ticking the talks? And oh, all yeah, uh, no. Not no? in a few months. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Good. I don't know. <laughs> Just prove to me that it was a fad. Nobody TikTok anymore. I need to be, need to feel like I'm still with it. <laughs> and by with it, I mean against everything new. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna build it up. I'm just. I'm. I am looking forward to it though. That's half building it up. I said I wasn't going to. Jacqueline, let's hear your description of your your place that you're wanting people to come to. Uh, Last Nervington. Hi, my name is Lindafer. You know, like Jennifer, but Linda instead. This is my minivan, and back here are my three toddlers, Tyson, Bryson, and Dyson. They are triplets. We weren't expecting them, and I am having a hard time. Their father said, hey, Lindifer, when are you going to go back to work? I said, Dyson Sr., I just got sewed up, and you're asking me to go back to work? You know damn well I was fired from my job at the chocolate factory for eating all the chocolate off the conveyor belt real fast. Yes, it was timeless situational comedy. That's what I said, but they disagreed. Don't you remember? I told you I got fired, and you got me pregnant to cheer me up. (laughs) And look where we're at now. Anyway, that's what I said to him. Kids, stop throwing your french fries or else I'm going to call Ronald McDonald and tell him to cancel french fries Then no more french fries. How does that sound? Oh, great. Now they're crying. So look, I'm not welcome back at the chocolate factory. That was made very clear to me, but my kid's dad says he wants me to bring in some income. So I'm looking through Indeed when I see that there's this cool new place that is looking for a tourism director. I said, sign me up. They said, no, you have to sign up. Did you fill out the application? I said, oh, okay. Bryson, what did I say? Okay, I'm calling him now. Hello, Mr. Ronald McDonald. I have a very bad little boy who won't stop throwing french fries at his mommy, and his mommy is about to have a mental break, so please cease all production of french fries because bad little boys don't get french fries or Christmas. (laughs) Tyson, get that out of your nose. Tyson Jr., stop saying the C word. The mouth on this kid. Oh, I forgot I was filming a television commercial. 
I'm Linda Fur Hindenburg, <laughs> tourism director of Last Nervington, and welcome home. <laughs> Thank you, Linda Fur. And that was Stab. Thanks for joining us tonight. And, of course, a special thank you to our fantastic panel, Drew Absher and Jacqueline Wyand. Hey, bucko. <laughs> if you like the hell out of this episode of The Stab Show, then there's a present for your ears. You can listen to this and, like, 300-plus other episodes of The Stab Show any old time you like via the podcast provider of your choice, such as, but not limited to, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and the Good Pods app. But if you like your stab more personal and in the moment, then you can catch the show live as it happens every Friday night at 7 p.m. at Stab Comedy Theater or at a much more comfortable distance at StabTV.com. But for now, that's all we've got for you tonight. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, being the first to wish you a 2023 Merry Christmas. Eat that, every grandma in the world. Good night.